Workaholic Podcast. My name is James Strong, joined once again by my co-host Cody Tanner, all the way from West Virginia. Cody, how are you on this fine Friday evening? Oh, James, I'm doing lovely. I apologize to y'all for the delay in the episode. Work's been crazy, uh, some family stuff going on, and just life, man. It's that weird time of the year where things just start happening. It's springtime. Uh, we're getting out of winter. We're getting into spring. We're doing we're doing stuff, James. We're doing stuff. And uh, speaking of stuff, there's been a lot of stuff happening with the Steelers. But before I do get we get that too far into that, James, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Doing all right. Getting getting through life, and uh, you know, getting into the gym is very useful for that kind of thing. I, you get into your basement. Don't make it. Sound. I'm actually in the gym right now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the gym and the recording studio, one and the same here in my house. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, it helps. It helps with life. No doubt. Yeah. Get, getting those PRs in. Oh, dude, I had to stop benching. My shoulders just trash right now. I got a, a gun. I got a rotator cuff. It's really, really giving me hell, but I did make it to three fifteen before I, uh, I stopped. So good, 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 good. All right, let's go ahead. And we got some contract things to talk about players, coaches, a bunch of things happening. Um, first off running back coach, James. Uh, Eddie yes. Faulkner gets a contract extension. Ooh, I'm a big fan of this. I, I thought Eddie did a, tre- a tremendous job. Uh, he was the stand-in, fill-in offensive coordinator last year, as well as the running backs coach when Matt Canada was fired. I thought he put a tremendous game plan together. Um, I thought the duo of him and Mike Sullivan did a nice job, and he should have been rewarded for that. Uh, was it? Was it something that you should give him the offensive coordinator job because of it? It's tough to say because he's only doing half of the job. But you know what? What can't be argued is he did a way better job on his part of the job than what Matt Canada was doing when that was his sole responsibility. And he still had to coach the running backs on top of that. So I'm really glad to see he got an extension. I'm betting he got a nice raise with it as well. And he earned that crap, man. He earned that. And I'm really happy that he's going to be here for a couple more years. I like what he's done with Najee and Jalen Warren. I'm looking forward to them hopefully adding a third, maybe another undrafted dude in this upcoming draft class, maybe a sixth or seventh round guy with some potential. Uh, he's a great coach, man. So I'm happy about it. Real happy. Yeah. Yeah. And just to kind of uh, preview there as well, we will be starting mock drafts here soon uh, in the upcoming weeks. Uh, expect some special yeah. guests to pop on the show for some of these. Um, we've had some people pop on in the past. We might try to get a few of them, maybe some new ones uh, moving forward. So excited for those. Things. Maybe, maybe a current local football player. Maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe one that was previously sponsored by this podcast. Maybe. Is he still playing maybe. this year? Is he playing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, man. He put up 295 on a bench the other day. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. A wide receiver putting up 295. That's pretty good for this young man. Hey, I'll take it. Um, Yeah. So we'll, we know a guy, just, just, we, we know, (laughs) we Uh, know a guy. (laughs) I love it. Um, uh, in, in some good end concerning, I mean, it's, it's good news. Uh, Cam Hayward. Yeah, yeah, it is. Cam Hayward also had surgery, um, to kind of prepare himself for the upcoming season. Uh, nothing, not a major surgery. Don't expect, I mean, he's, he'll be good for the season. He'll be ready. Yeah. Yeah. This is to fix the groin injury that he had. Uh, when All you have long. a groin, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he injured at week one. He sat out for 
while. He came back. He played. You could tell he couldn't even open up his legs all the way to run. You know, he was doing kind of like a half stride when he was running. Um, it's just very difficult for him to maneuver around the field when he was playing. And that's why you saw him not practicing during the week, too. They're trying to rest it up as much as possible in between games, full well knowing he was just going to aggravate it again every single week. Uh, so this surgery is to fix it so that he's no longer aggravating it and it will be fully healed for the upcoming season, which is great. Uh, that means he's got an opportunity of possibly getting back to full strength and full health uh, for next season. And that, my friends, will make a tremendous difference on our defensive line unit. Drastic difference. Uh, drastic, drastic. You want to know what else will be a difference? Uh, if we see the draft held in Pittsburgh, James, Steelers submitted a bid to hold and host the 2026-2027 NFL draft or 2027, I shouldn't say both. Um, yeah, either one. That would be a wild time, and I would 100% probably be in Pittsburgh for that. Yeah. That would be fun. Like, I not always even said that, that I would go if they did one in Pittsburgh. Uh, and now I'm like not really wanted to go anywhere more than for a couple of hours. <laughs> but I will totally, totally find someone to to go to that if Pittsburgh is able to win that. Someone to watch the dog stay at the house. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. You'll you'll need you'll need someone for that because I'll make the trip up from Southern Tip of West Virginia for that one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that would be super exciting uh, to see Pittsburgh host that. It would be good for the city. Um, good for the environment. It, I tell you what, that would probably be a wild time. I'm trying to think oh, of yeah. another city that would react the way that Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh would if, if we hosted that. Um, and again, would that, would that be held at Acreshire? Acreshire? Uh, there's some speculation. They might even do it at stage AE, which is really okay. close yep. by the stadium, uh, which would make sense because then you can still have that indoor feel and you can hold a lot of people there i went there for a childish gambino concert one time that was oh geez uh so <laughs> so yeah it's definitely a, an area that could hold a lot of people uh and then you still have a ton of businesses in the surrounding area so yeah uh steelers did hire some more people james you want to talk about what we got going on here yes yes so we have a new strength and conditioning coach uh like a month or so ago our Strong. former <laughs> former strength and conditioning coach resigned uh left on good terms in uh as far as everyone can tell um uh, and so they've got a whole new crew coming in uh he's got western pennsylvania roots uh has some experience as a head strength and conditioning coach so does his assistant uh so the head strength and conditioning coach will now be phil matus don't know if i'm pronouncing that right or not uh, but Phil will be the head guy now. Justice Gaelic will be his assistant strength and conditioning coach. And then Roderick Moore, who was actually in Atlanta uh, with Arthur Smith, uh, is being hired as a sports science coordinator. Uh, so I really like this because That's you're good. some guys. Yeah, yeah, this is way more in-depth than what we're used to. We just had, you know, we had Garrett Guimont for years and years. Uh, and then his right-hand man, who's the one stepped away uh was there for like 20 years uh and more recently was the head strength and conditioning coach but we were hearing rumors about guys not necessarily putting in the work that they were supposed to from from Najee Harris specifically uh saying he was kind of discouraged by the lack of work being put in by some people and the fact that it wasn't being held accountable bringing in a whole new unit suggests that there's going to be a whole new set of rules going on 
too. It might be a whole different way of, of conditioning people, a whole new way of lifting weights, new strategies, and new requirements too. Yeah. Yeah. And the sports and science, the sports science coordinator is very interesting as, as someone who went to, uh, to college for that um, exercise science, that's going to add a different aspect that I don't think not that nothing against the pr- previous, you know, strength and conditioning coach, but there may be just an updated version or an updated viewpoint on certain things, mechanics, understanding the body movement, uh, the kinesiology behind things and all those kinds of, there's a lot that could be pros from this new, I mean, that's a new position. Pittsburgh didn't have that coordinator on staff before. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm very intrigued and interested to see how this will work. um, And if we'll see improvement, it's not like we're going to know what's happening, but I'm sure we'll see some things or hear some things. Yeah. I mean, this is something that you could see a change in diet provided for guys. Uh, You could even see a change as far as like time of day of scheduled workouts and what muscle groups are worked out, how far apart time wise. Like if you're doing this body group at this time, the best way to get the full recovery is to rest exactly this much time and not hit these muscle groups again until this day. And like, you're really diving into getting the maximum out of a workout nutritionally and through the different exercises and timing of when to do them and how to do muscle confusion. So you don't hit those plateaus where you might hear about somebody saying, Hey, you know, I got to the point where I could bench 200 pounds, but I couldn't do 205 to save my life. Guys that are into sports science know all the tricks and the ins and outs to break through those plateaus. So you don't get stagnant and stop seeing results. They know all that stuff, man. So that's really exciting to me. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with this. I'm excited to learn more about uh, Roderick Moore Jr. uh, as we move forward. We also hired a new offensive assistant coach in Matt Baker uh, and Mm -hmm. Mike Sullivan to stay as the offensive assistant coach. So two offensive assistant. I mean, you have multiple technically offensive assistant coaches. Um, Yeah. But Mike Sullivan is staying on. No specific title as far as position group. That's yeah. that's the key here. This is just bringing guys in that know how to coach well. Yep. Uh, so they can kind of oversee process on things. Uh, and again, this is a good, uh, good, good sign for Mike Sullivan. You know, Mike Sullivan was calling the plays after Matt Canada was released. Uh, he did a nice job with it. You know, we we saw a drastic increase in scoring production and yardage production while Mike Sullivan was calling the plays. Uh, so he didn't find any luck out there because he did go for some interviews in, in different places for an offensive coordinator position, had no luck with that. Uh, there's no reason not to bring him back. The guy did a nice job for us, and and I think he can only help. Uh, also, the relationship he already has with Kenny Pickett and the chances that Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy a majority of this upcoming season, if not the whole season, yep. um, somebody that knows him as well as Mike Sullivan does Having them around is a good idea, man. You don't want to start that relationship all over if you don't have to. Yeah. And speaking of those relationships, Matt Baker comes from spending a year with the Atlanta Falcons under Arthur Smith. Um, so mm-hmm. there's also that relation there. He also is a previous NFL quarterback uh, being mostly a, a, if, a either a practice squad or a backup for most of his career, if I remember correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. sometime, Sounds right. S- spent some time on the Bills, uh, Cardinals, Cowboys, Texans, and I believe Saints. Um, so... You know, he's got the experience. He's probably learned from somebody. You think about those teams, the Bills, Cardinals, Dallas, Cowboys, Texans, Saints. 
all those guys have had decent quarterbacks in those rooms for the past few years. If he got any time with any of them, um, you know, he probably learned something. So excited to see him come in. And, and now I'm curious, maybe next week I'll look in to see what kind of overlap there was there. Um, if he spent time with Tony Romo, man, Tony Romo, if you hear him call games, you hear his football knowledge and see it happen. You know, IQ is impressive. Yeah. It's wild. Um, yeah. So very excited to see what happens there. Uh, we have a salary cap update, James. Before we talk about the kind of the big news, this is kind of the big news, in my opinion. Uh, the salary cap yeah. update and a roster move that was made uh, just an hour or two ago. Um, but let's talk about the salary cap. Yeah, so the projected salary cap going into this season was $242 million, which was still a big increase from last season. I think it was over a $20 million increase. Yep. That um, finally got released today as of like a few hours ago, four or five hours ago, I believe. Uh, we're recording about 5.30 right now on Friday evening, Eastern Standard Time. I know that's weird. Pittsburgh time. Uh, Pittsburgh time, <laughs> baby. Uh, anyway, so uh, officially it is $255 million coming in drastically higher than expected. And because of that, Pittsburgh is now officially under the salary cap with a little bit of wiggle room. But that wasn't enough for him. They decided to make another move, Cody, that you brought to my attention just before we started recording the show. I hadn't seen the news yet. Yep, yep. They chose to release uh, the center by the name of Mason Cole. Uh, starting center for the past two years, Mason Cole is released. Yeah, bravo. Claps to you as well. <laughs> um, you know, he had he had an okay year 2022. He fell off. Wasn't very impressive 2023. Um, a lot of miscommunication. We saw some high snaps, low snaps. Um, just didn't mm -hmm. see enough from him to warrant keeping him on at the 3.995 mil. I mean, I think it was more, I think we're still going to owe him money. Yeah. Um, that was just the roster savings yeah. was the 3.9. He so, was like a five or five and a half million roster. So, yeah. so we'll pay him something, yeah. but we're saving almost 4 million in cap space just by doing that. And with mm -hmm. the updated 255 Pittsburgh was already going to be operating under the cap as it is. Um, so that's an extra 4 million to look into whether it's free agency trades, um, however, mm -hmm. Pittsburgh wants to manage it, even if it's trading for draft picks or or something like that. Those I mean, that still requires money. You still pay those players. Um, it does. So we'll see what happens moving forward. But those two moves, you know, are, are key. The fact that we we're already going to be under the cap space when we didn't think we were. And then also saving four million. Four million can get you four million a year can get you a, a decent backup in a in a position of need or even a. You know, Sometimes an, un a starter. an unrated, an underrated starter. So, um, I mean, that's what they were paying Levi Wallace. Not that you're looking for the level of player that Levi Wallace was. We're better than that. Uh, but he was making $4 million a year. So um, this is a really, really important signing to me. What I, what I like about this release the most, honestly, is that it shows that a guy that's really just not doing well in his position and was a starter is not going to be something that they're willing to tolerate going forward. Yep. Like the same situation with Presley Harvin, the third, they released Presley Harvin, the third, there is not another punter on the team right now. Nope. There isn't one, but he wasn't good enough and they weren't going to just say, Oh, well, you know, we'll bring in competition. And then maybe the competition that comes in is actually worse than him again. Like it has been the last few years yep. and you end up marching them back out there on the field again. Not good enough, man. So you're better off bringing in two undrafted guys and letting them battle it out than you are bringing in one guy to try to beat him. Uh, so I like it. Uh, even with Mason Cole being released, 
You know, we did see Nate Herbig with some snaps at center. I thought he was competent. He has a way better anchor. He's a lot bigger and stronger of a human being than Mason Cole. Uh, probably not as quick as Mason Cole, but you know what? I, I feel like one of the biggest issue, issues Mason had was going against really large defense. They were able to bully him and really just walk him right back and collapse the pocket, putting Kenny Pickett or whoever the quarterback would be at the time in a real bad situation where you're backpedaling or you're already bailing on the pocket because somebody's getting pressure right in your face. That is the worst place to get pressure is right in your face. So you can't have a center that has a bad anchoring ability. You've got to be able to get low and anchor and not let that guy walk you back. And I think that's something that is a, a strength for, for Nate Herbig, you know, uh, and Spencer Anderson, who knows where they're going to play him this upcoming season, but he's strong for a young dude too. I want to say he was like 33 reps on the bench when he came out. I mean, he was a strong dude uh, for a late round pick. Like his measurables all screamed something that should have been a lot higher pick than what he was. Yeah. Um, Look like you're looking that up for me to see. I am going to look that up. I'm just curious. I'm just curious about it. I'm curious. I mean, Steelers. You know, my memory's weird. Either it's going to be way, it's going to be spot on. There's not really any in between there. Yeah. Um, I'm looking. I don't see anything on here. Uh, Here we go. Drafting combine results. Uh, Spencer Anderson on the bench. I got nothing. (laughs) What? Nothing. Maybe it's pro unless day he, then. Unless he did his pro day. Let me look it up. Um, but yeah, so uh, pro day. I mean, we have options again. Like Just like you said, I'd rather bring somebody else in than just ride out with what we have. Uh, on the bench, he did 29 reps. So still up there. Yeah, that's strong, man. Very strong. Um, so mean, was that at his pro day then? That was his pro day, 29 reps on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, in the top, in the top, uh, what? What's the math there? 18 percentile, top 18. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, well, you'll take that. I mean, especially, I mean, his arms are not that long. Never mind. 32 yeah, six yeah, the eight. length was the concern there. Yeah. Uh, so that that's the kind of guy that sometimes you you transition to the interior, whether it be center or guard, because of the lack of length. Uh, but honestly, I thought he looked really good in the preseason last year, so I'm excited to see him this upcoming season, regardless of where he plays. Uh, and there has been some rumor from one of the Steelers reporters that Pittsburgh might be looking at him as a possible right tackle and moving Broderick Jones over to the left, Which uh, is where, where he was originally be. drafted to be. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. You know, Spencer Anderson is not somebody that we should forget about going into next season uh, or any of this enormous group of young men that's at the scouting combine starting i think like tomorrow uh they're weighing in like immediately here uh so we'll be getting all kinds of results for you guys on next week's show on some of these marquee guys there's a lot of rumors of is pittsburgh going to be targeting a center in the first round or second round uh that's looking a little more possible now that they they went out and released their starting center uh how about these corners it's a really really deep corner class you can get a starting corner first second maybe even third round this year Uh, offensive tackles there's a ton of them at the top of the draft as well so which one of these guys how many of these guys fit what pittsburgh looks for we're gonna have a lot of that information for you on our next show yeah yeah the draft the the draft actually uh starts next week officially is thursday the the combine yeah well excuse me the combine sorry uh 29th through the third so thursday through sun thursday through sunday 
So we'll be looking forward to that. We'll be talking about all the weigh-ins, all the things that we see. Again, just a preview to you guys, we will be doing mock drafts here shortly in the upcoming weeks. Be looking out for those. Send us yours. We'd love to talk about who you guys uh, see as Pittsburgh should draft, someone that they should draft, and we'll discuss, break them down. If you guys send them, we will read them on the podcast, 110%, uh, unless you have us drafting someone that doesn't make any sense. You did it for jokes and giggles. Uh, <laughs> and like Cody said earlier, we know a guy who um, for us as a special guest real soon here. Yeah. Yep. We know a guy. We'll be seeing him soon. And uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's going to wrap up the show. Also, just a quick uh, thank you. We did see an influx in downloads uh, for the last episode. If that's people coming over, um, from other shows that maybe don't record all year long, or maybe it's just you guys found us. Uh, we did see our name get posted on one of the top 13 uh, Steelers podcasts. We appreciate you guys stopping in. Stick around. Let us know where you came from, what brought you in. We'd love to hear from you, uh, talk about you on the show, and uh, we look forward to uh, continuing this ma- amazing offseason as we get towards the fun part of the combine, the draft, the the mock drafts, free agency. the pro days, free agent, all the stuff's coming up mm-hmm. very, very quickly. So again, thank you guys so much uh, for watching or listening, if depending on where you're watching or viewing. And again, thank you guys so much. Be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Subscribe and ring the bell. It's free. Don't forget five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Make James happy over here. And until next time, this is your host, James and Cody, signing off. Peace. Peace.